Welcome to today's tech. We are talking about high school technical theater and design. I'm your host, Tim Daly. Today we'll be talking about the most innovative technical innovations in a long time, projections. So sit back and relax and get ready for another information-packed podcast here on Today's Tech. Welcome back, my people. Today, we're going to take a deep dive into projections, projection mapping, uh, and how they can be utilized in high school theater settings. Even if you don't have a giant budget, you can still get into projections. Today, we'll be joined by my coworker, drama teacher, and professional designer, Greg Jones. Greg, welcome. Thanks for taking the time out of your hectic schedule to be here. Uh, absolutely. Pleasure's on mine. So in this episode, we're talking about projections. I want to touch on three topics regarding that. What are projections? How are they being utilized in productions? And what would be the first step if any student wanted to get into a career or just start looking at projections? You ready? Yep. Fire away. Okay. First and foremost, what are projections? Well, in its simplest form, it's a way to use light uh, to send a series of shapes and colors to a predetermined surface. I, I kind of look at it as painting with light. So we're we talking about still images or moving images? It could be either. Uh, whatever you can download onto a computer, you can project. Ah, got it. Okay, so that's projections. What is projection design? Projection design is just one part of the overall production design. It's uh, just another design element, like like the other elements. The projection designer's job is to help tell the story using visual elements, right? As a designer, we want to add to the theater or theatrical experience, not detract from it, right? So uh, we're trying to get the audience to feel and think about the story being told, not just see pretty colors and shapes. Got it. But there's nothing wrong with pretty colors and shapes. No, no, those are good. Those are good too. So, so, so you're saying we have lighting design, set design, costume design, and sound design, and now we have projection design. Yeah, projections are a new piece of the design puzzle, and collaboration is key. Set design, lighting design, projection design all work together to blur the lines. We, we aim for moments where you can't tell where the set stops and the lighting and projections begin. Okay, all right, very cool. So... Is this, is this going to be like lighting design, like set design that are kind of already in the canon? Is this going to be a, a specialization on its own soon? Yeah, it already is in, in the professional world. Lots of universities offer projection design as a major. Uh, Harvard was the first. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about some, some pros and cons of projection design. More upside than down, or what do you think? Uh, it depends kind of on who you're talking to. In the con column would be if you're a purist, then this really isn't for you. Most most purists think of the beauty of theater. It's the lack of technical elements and want to rely on more of a suggested stage setting, right? 
So, you, you know, the, the okay. force the audience to use their imagination. Also in the con column would be cost. Uh, pro programming software is not cheap, but, but the biggie is the projector. You can't just use any projector. That's another high cost. Like the ones in the classrooms or like PowerPoints, those? Uh, no, the, those don't have enough lumens or light power to make it from the control booth to the stage. Uh, for reference, basic classroom projector is about 3,500 lumens. Projector we use here for our mapping is about 35,000 lumens. It's powerful enough to travel the distance and go through all that light pollution. Light pollution. What's that mean? Yeah, that's what we call all the other light on stage. For instance, a, a black stage has zero light pollution, so the projected image is brighter. If that same image had to travel through lots of extra light, it would be diluted by the time it reached the stage. So um, think of trying to shine a flashlight at something during the day versus night. Got it. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't really see it. Right. Unless it's a crazy, powerful flashlight. Exactly. One of those military grades. <laughs> so, all right. So that's that's some of the some of the cons. Cost in high school is definitely a monster issue. Yeah. What about the pros though? Why? How would this benefit? Oh, there. Yeah, lots of pros. Um, first off, it it just looks impressive. It's it it's eye candy. When done well, it can add value to the context of the play. Is also a way to fill up lots of space quick and cheap. In the past, you would need to construct set pieces to establish a place or a time. Um, that takes lots of time and money. But with projections, you can establish that setting stuff really fast with multiple variations. For me, though, it's it's just a way to get the students interested. Yeah, I mean, nowadays they're watching so much CG so much action. I mean, just your straight stage play isn't going to do it for Right. Me. All right, so then we know what that is. Is there something else even beyond that, like a next generation of projections we should be looking at? Well, short throw lenses continue to revolutionize what's possible with stage design. Uh, the ability to project on large surfaces with short throw lenses without blinding the performers with front projections is another step in the right direction. Got it. So maybe we can reduce the lumens because we're getting the projectors closer to the stage. Exactly. Maybe that reduces cost. Yeah, yeah, possibly. All right. Um, how about projection mapping? You mentioned that. Can you explain that really quick? Well, the specific purpose of mapping is to control what surfaces get what images. With one computer program and one single projector, we can project different images onto multiple surfaces. That's... Pretty amazing. That's it is. Pretty. So if we haven't been to a lot of shows lately, especially maybe the big budget ones, have we seen this mapping technology before in our regular lives? Well, it's it's a staple at most rock concerts now. The, one of the biggest audience platforms as of late would be the opening ceremonies at the Olympics. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing the last opening ceremonies, and I did think, how'd they do that? Yeah, it's, it's the closest thing we have to theater magic these days. Theater magic. Yeah. You heard it first here. <laughs> so let me ask you this. If, if students, even though it's expensive and maybe not obtainable for everybody, if students wanted to get started in projection design, is it is it feasible? Is it possible? Are there suggestions that you have? Yeah, there's some easy ways to get started. Yeah. The most significant setback is you need a projector, obviously. Uh, and 
Now, to get started, you can use any old projector. It, it doesn't have to be fancy. Um, there are also some free software versions out there for you to play around with. You can do what most everyone does now and Google it. There's lots of great DIY info out there. Um, I think the key is to start playing around, just trial and error. I think the key is trial and error. And I'm going to say Google is the new God. Yeah. I've, I've learned it all <laughs> that from is the correct. Google. Um, okay. Um, what if they want to learn, though? You know, what if they want to play with the big toys? What can they do then? Um, so they come out, come join us at the theater. Yeah, they could do that. They can join us awesome. at the theater. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, that's going to do it for the latest podcast of Today Tech. I hope you found it as informative as I have. I want to thank Greg for spending time with us today. Um, you are very much appreciated, Greg. Yeah, absolutely. It was my pleasure. Uh, please join us next time when we take a dive into water use on stage. That should be a good one. All right. Thank you very much, and go see a show. Oh, thank you.